You have arrived. You have now entered the Kush Life. Welcome to the Kush Life podcast, where we explore the Oklahoma medical marijuana community. From growers to dispensary owners, it's the Kush Life for us. Hi, welcome to the Kush Life podcast. My name is Marshall Hill. We're journeying together through Oklahoma medical marijuana, recording out of the back of the Kush dispensary. And Kate, oh, wait, Katie's not here. She's here. She's just up front trying to avoid the podcast today. <laughs> she's she's in, not trying to avoid it. She's she out there is, making that money. She, no, well, no, she's just in a mood. Mm. Her zipper broke on her pants. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. So, yeah, I had to go home and get pants. And when I got home, she's like, I fixed my zipper. Mm. Yeah. One of those. Well, we woke up like this. Not we. She woke up like this. Mm. Glad she's not back here right now. <laughs> <laughs> she will hear this later. Yeah, she will hear this later. <laughs> okay, let's just uh, lose what I just Consequences said. will come. Edit. <laughs> yep, let's delete that. <laughs> not really. Not really, not really. Uh, but you guys are going out tonight? Going out to have a little fun? Well, she works till 10. So no. I have a meeting after this. It's a little business meeting for... Um, I don't know if you... Well, you're into EDM music. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, so there's some EDM guys. I can't say their names, but they want to start using a venue I'm using for their their shows. Cool. It's like one of the biggest names in Oklahoma. Um, yeah, the, I guess what? Vegas just had that big EDM uh, show. EDC. Last, yeah, EDC last week. Yep. It was cool seeing all those videos come out and what everybody was doing. I mean, I... I've never gone that far with it. I don't know, a couple little house, little, you know, stuff, but I've never gone that far with it. Go to a big old venue like that. You didn't come Saturday. I did not. Uh-uh. Missed it. You could have just, like, showed up, showed me your face, and then ran out real fast. I could have, but I completely forgot until you just said that. And I went, oh, yeah. Oh. That was my game plan as well. <laughs> Everyone could have done it, but you guys are just asses bunch of asses formal apology from uh from myself here unformal from me (laughs) all right thank you dave marshall (laughs) fuck off (laughs) so tell us about it how'd it go um man it was a blast there like 300 400 people nice over 30 cannabis vendors um katie and the the after party yes it was eight uh, I got home like 6 a.m. Oh, wow. That's the reason why I didn't go right there. Well, you didn't have to stay there till 6. <laughs> that's about the time I woke up that next morning. <laughs> oh, man, it took me about two days. Oh, yeah. I can't imagine, yeah. Yeah, it's terrible. It's almost like jet lag. I don't advise that. Yeah. So tell us about it. What all What all went down? Um, smoking weed and drinking. Vendors, um, everyone was stoned. No dancing, because I guess you don't dance when you get stoned. I don't know. Right. Yeah, I guess not. But there was a lot of weed going around. Katie, let's hear what you have to say. Well, there was some dancing because Tizzy was trying to make me dance. But mostly, like, there was a glass blower there. Everyone was really loving that. Um, multiple bands, people rapping. Lots of DJs, light shows. There was a bar. A lot of artists, um, like a lot of painting artists. and yeah, lots so. of art being sold and people meeting new artists they hadn't seen out before. And it was cool. a free event. I did it for the community. Really? So everyone and trying to bring everyone together. Lots Even of dispensaries and everything. I, I want everyone to, you know, be one. Yeah, lots of cannabis. Lots of dispensaries, growers. Flower out That's there. the only way that we're going to make it in this. It really is in this Oklahoma areas if we stick together and band together. Not everyone gets that. Yeah, it's a great turnout. Everybody had a blast. Way better than I was anticipating. Yeah. Yep. Hmm. I think uh, Puff Puff Splash had what like thousand people maybe. Um, it had a couple thousand, yeah. A couple Around, thousand people. Yeah. This isn't as big of a space. No, it's not, but um, I did not do a lot of marketing as well. So the next one will be 
marketing, like be on the rate. Well, we were on 105.3. Yeah, um, I think everyone was really happy with the turnout. Everyone told me they had a really good time. They were really shocked at how many people turned out, saying how much bigger and better it was than the previous after parties, which you I just mean, wait it was till quite a bit one, bigger folks. than the previous. Wait for the next one. Yeah, it's fun. You should have come, Marshall. I he can't home. come anymore. He's banned. I went home at one. Unofficially. You don't have to stay till six. <laughs> Unofficially banned. You can put your foot down and go home like a normal person. <laughs> He has to stay on the other side of the tracks. <laughs> <laughs> Unofficially. Unofficially. All right, tell us tell us about our guests. Who we have there tonight? Katie. We got Dave. Dave, what's up, Dave? Dave's not here. <laughs> Dave is a man, and he grows the best GMO in the state. Oh. Kind Supply is the company name. Yeah, and Dave's the man. But tonight we're talking about Blue Dream. Because everybody loves Blue Dream. Yes, who loves it more than anyone? I love it more than anybody. <laughs> I don't know. Well, Maybe you two might have to well, wrestle. I, <laughs> I'm a definitely a. Uh, it's one of my favorites. It's probably the one I go to first in the day more yeah. than any other. I mean, I love the taste on it. I love the just a nice clear sativa dominant high. Um. Just really been really happy with the with the one that we've got. We've got a great cut of it. I've got a huge bulk pack of seeds that I'm still just sitting on for the last several years because I've been so happy with the way this one cut turns out. It always it was the first one you popped, huh? Yeah. Wow, that's that is lucky. <laughs> yeah. Lucky. So, it, uh, it actually smells like Blue Dream, like the real Blue Dream. There's a little bit out Which there. is probably everyone's biggest qualm with Blue Dream in the state is saying uh, it's not real Blue yeah, Dream. Like it smells like Pretendica. <laughs> and that's the that's the first comment we get is somebody pops it open and they're like, oh, yeah, that is the real Blue Dream. And <laughs> yep. I, I mean, uh, that is a good cut. What seeds? What seed bank? Or you don't have to say, but. Um, don't feel obligated. Yeah, I can't really say. All right. You just tell, <laughs> tell me later. Yeah, all good. What, what is it about Blue Dream that you love so much? Uh, it reminds me of the old school blueberry, but I, honestly, it's more the... I love the blueberry taste on it and that hint, but more than anything, I'm a real sativa and a haze fan. Uh, one of my probably favorite strains of all time was the Northern Lights number five times haze. Um. Northern Lights was one of my all-time favorites. That's yeah. what we would get around here. Yeah. The kind bud or uh-huh. whatever. Exactly. Well, that's when we, you know, used to get a whole lot of stuff back in the day, back in like the, back before the 788 days, you know. Yeah, like early 2000s was whenever I first started seeing it. it was, or oh before gosh. that, actually. Yeah, it was probably 94. like late 90s. Yeah. Late 90s, we started seeing a bunch of it around here. Mm-hmm. Um but that's, I don't know, something about that haze and that uplifting buzz to it. And then instead of the Northern Lights, you throw in that blueberry and it throws such an amazing flavor to it. And it just, I don't know, it, the flavor, the smell, that's kind of where I'm at with everything. It's kind of that's what I, how I judge my weed. I, I smell it. And then if I'm smoking it and it tastes like it smells, that's what I care about. Right. So, um, but yeah, we've been real happy with this one, and uh, I think everybody that kind of runs into it tends to like it, I think. Uh, yeah. Dave makes his own compost to grow out of. Do you think that helps with the flavor? I definitely think the the way we grow helps with the flavor. Yeah, we do living soil, and you know when we, we compost all our waste that's not controlled, Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, you go back in the back of our warehouse, we've got a giant compost bin that's always running and it's called the proprietary we, pile, right? <laughs> um, but you go into the rooms, everything we do is like I said, living soil. Uh, we lose a couple harvests every year doing it that way because we're growing in large beds. So we have to take a few weeks to 
veg our plants in the flower rooms. You mean you lose time wise, not we lose time. You don't lose a whole crop. No, well, no, we we probably lose two full crops a year on our whole building. We could turn our whole building six times a year if we were running hydro. We turn it about four times, a little mm-hmm. over four times a year, doing uh, the living soil stuff, and it's all a factor of having to give the plants a little bit of time to veg up in the beds as opposed to hydroponic and rock wool or something. We just veg them up on a small table in another room and bring them in constantly flowering. So, but it is, it's all done for flavor. And if you've been growing, you have lost a lot before. If you're a grower, you've lost crops. Well, he's just saying he loses time that he could have grown a crop in. He could be more efficient, not like an actual crop goes to waste or yeah, goes that's what bad. I he meant when you, when, when yeah, you I apologize. That's, it that's is. What I thought, the way you're saying yeah. that's what I thought you meant. Like, you actually lost a whole. As, no, a, as opposed to 63 days, it goes 90 days. He could have squeezed in another yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah, so that's what it is. And you know, instead of turning that room around every sixty-three or seventy days or so, it takes more like eighty-four to ninety-one or mm-hmm. something like that. So and why is it? Uh, well, like instead enough. of being able to grow the plants up to you know flowering size on a table in another room and then just move them in when it's time to flower, we need them to have time to be able to root into the soil beds we grow and. Uh, beds that sit on our rolling tables so they're four foot wide by the length of the table and that varies from say 20 22 feet up to about 28 foot so our larger tables will have seven lights on them and it's just one continuous bed of soil and what about strain as well some strains go longer than yeah some strains go longer than others we had a nice little plan of how the whole building was going to cycle and be nice and consistent and then out came gmo and it was such a big hit but it also flowers for three weeks longer than anything else we have or more so Mm um we just kind of roll with the punches it take we took one of our rooms that tends to do really well with the gmo and kind of turned that into our gmo room so we'll run gmo on a couple of the tables in there and then a couple sativas that take a little bit longer like the blue dream or the bob ross and blue dream the blue dream doesn't take significantly longer but a little bit like to give it it all the extra time it needs you know Mm -hmm. yeah the plant tells you when it's ready well and definitely some sativas are getting cut off the market just because growers don't want to wait for them they want to turn those harvests over and yield more product and And that's it that's it and it's tough to do that because you know they're in and especially lately it seems like they've been in higher demand Mm -hmm. Um, oh definitely here people are coming in asking for sativas carts flower everybody wants sativas right now mm-hmm. so definitely a thing <laughs> yeah so i mean in uh, yeah anyways we have well, a lot of nice sativas weather, right? i mean it's generally why like summertime and yeah. you want to get out and do stuff yeah yeah i think, I think so. that may play a part in it you know people are Except for this they want to stay awake Jeez. for the longer days <laughs> yeah. yeah we got a little well, extra fall this cold week <laughs> and rainy all week i've yeah. been sleepy all week with the rain I have been sleeping. <laughs> You've been recovering. Yeah, yeah. Saturday was a bit long. Yeah. So I got two hours of sleep and then had to go up there on Sunday and get all of our stuff out of there. The bus, everything. Clean it up. Oh, yeah. gosh. I bet that is a... It was great. A nice day after activity. <laughs> yeah. It just never stops. But yep. it's fine. Hey, we got to roll with the punches. <laughs> Because we're Kush. Okay, <laughs> so, do you have anything, Marshall, you want to ask you? I don't. Normally, it's time for you to ask. It's my <laughs> turn. All right. Dave, how old Chris. were you the first time you smoked weed? What did you smoke out of? And... FX or what it is. Do you remember the strain? I don't remember the strain... Like hard and brick? No, it was actually pretty nice because it came from a friend of mine's uncle who lived out of town. And it was actually really nice from what I remember, but I didn't know that at the time. Mm -hmm. Um, Taking it for granted. 
I think we just smoked out of like a little metal pipe, and I was probably I was probably too young. Um, too young? Well, <laughs> I mean, I was probably thirteen or fourteen. Yeah, something like that. It's about the average. I don't think I got high the first time. I, I didn't. In fact, I know. Like I, I smoked, and I don't know if I didn't inhale properly or what. Probably. But. <laughs> a lot of people run into not getting high their first time. Yeah, and I, you know, I've always known that's a thing, but I also know it. some people do, some people don't. So I really didn't know how to inhale properly the first time I smoked. First time, first or few like times, first probably year. No. But it is a thing like learning to smoke, and Chris really didn't understand that. He's like, why do you not know? And I'm like, you just inhale. And I'm like, but if you don't ever do it, you just I was don't. like, put it in your mouth, and then you just go. Just breathe on in. Yeah. Well, Either way, I've told people, it's like, if, you, if you're breathing in and you're not coughing, especially if it's your first time, you're going to fucking cough. Yeah. Like, and so it's like, breathe in enough to where, if you don't cough afterwards, then you know you didn't breathe in enough. And then I think I, I guess, maybe. Uh, blew it in your mouth with a joint, like turned the joint around and shotgun her. The first few times I smoked, it, it was concentrates, not flour. And maybe that's part of it, too. Oh, you went straight concentrate. Oh, wow. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> it wasn't hardcore. my choice. I didn't know. <laughs> hardcore over here. How old were you, Katie? I don't know that would work. Older. Okay. <laughs> Late 20s. Now I can't remember. I was living in a Awa- We were living in Owasso, but I don't know. 28-ish? Probably. See, I told you I was too young. Yeah. Well, <laughs> he, was, he was a late. Yeah, I was late even later than that. Yeah, yeah. It would have been like 36, 37, something like that. Okay. Holy smokes. I know. David, I was an early bloomer, I guess. Yeah, my, I mean, but Blue Dream, that's why he was saying it was my favorite. I mean, it was, it's what I smoked at first. It was, I really did it to battle depression. I didn't, I'd never been through depression. Somebody had suggested, and the Blue Dream was what, uh, was what we first smoked, and. I mean, I specifically remember times in my living room just in a dream world, right? Mm-hmm. And just, and that's why I was like, God, I love this. Story. Like, I just, well, I just look, because I could just get away. Like, everything else left, and I could just get into my mind and just deal with stuff in my mind. And it was, I, I really, really enjoyed those those early That's smokes. what I try to run away from is... Yeah. <laughs> everything I'm thinking up here it, it never stops just, well mine doesn't either that's you, why I like you it. just got to work through it in the right way I yeah. guess yeah but I think that you know I think what hits me one of the things I like so much about the blue dream is that haze and that clear that that high that it provides mm-hmm. I think it's reminiscent of the stuff we would smoke back in the day you know when I was 14 15 or something like that and it was you know, cheap brick weed, but it was really sativa high, you know, really sativa dominant, if not full out sativa strains from Mexico or wherever they were coming from. Yeah, mm-hmm. It was my early into, which now we've learned through the podcast, terpenes and stuff, how mm-hmm. that affects. Yep. But, I, you know, so I was going back and forth through XJ7, which we've talked about was another big fan of mine. 13. Uh, pa- yeah yeah my bad uh pat from heartland was on um and i would go back and forth between between them and and blue dream and it was blue dream gave me that which i guess is why that name dream like it gave me more of that euphoric creative Mm. like i could dream again not necessarily like i'm asleep but like i could open my mind back up to it's a creative kind of a very much so where xj was more of that like energy and I, i could i could I could kind of get that cloud of depression away with that, and I would use Blue Dream for the creative side. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, man, yeah, I, I, that the the creative buzz to me, I think, is really key in the sativas. It's one of the things I really Agreed. enjoy about them. Yeah, I, I do still. Like, I paint. I like enjoy painting. Enjoy doing music. Uh, I'm smoking sativas. It does make my head like in the right mental space. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Keeps you clear and, uh, like, like I said, still energetic, yeah, not too weighed down. Mm-hmm. So, are you from here, or where are you from? 
I'm from Pennsylvania originally, but I moved here um, in 1985 when I was like 10 years old. Now I'm dating myself, but yeah. Um, so I've been here the great majority of my life. So he's an he's an Okie. I'm an Okie. My Pennsylvania. Wife, yeah, my wife's an Okie, born here. I'm practically born here. I do have to confess, when I moved here as a ten year old, I thought there were going to be no joke. There were going to be kids like riding their horses to school and tying them up out front. That was kind of the impression that I had being from Wasn't that even into the, the, the 2000s. Uh, we would meet people from Canada or Alaska and different people from out. Even into the 2000s, people would ask if we lived in teepees. Well, right. Drive to Turley. There will be horses <laughs> trotting down the road. You're going to say teepees. Yeah, me too. No, like, oh. not teepees, but definitely people on horses on Turley, and it's not that far away. Well, <laughs> like, in all fairness, when we did move Turley. here, well, yeah, but. we lived in a an apartment, and it was before 169 was there. So it was just cow pastures. Okay. We lived in an apartment. Oh, down uh, south? No, nah, it was over... I think it was Greens of Bedford back then. I don't know what it is now, but it was over between 61st and 71st. And they're the apartments just on the east side of 169. Mm-hmm. But before 169 was there, that was just cow pasture all the way over to Union High School. So on multiple occasions, those cows would work their way through the fence and you'd open the door to the apartment and there'd be a cow or a bull (laughs) standing out in the breezeway just hanging out right outside your apartment (laughs) front door. So I guess my judgments weren't so far off, but there were no kids riding horses to school. I remember that stuff. No, I mean, there were like cows occasionally walking all the way out to garnett they'd walk yeah. a few blocks through the neighborhood make it out to garnett and um back in and, the good old days <laughs> yep and then yeah, the, see, then came 169 71st and sheridan between sheridan memorial where that little fire station is okay yeah um and we never went you just never for us we never went that east once you got to memorial there was all that stuff there we would always go south for a couple miles but i mean our our world, you know, our world revolved around two miles, and that's it. Well, same here. After we moved out of that apartment, we moved into a house over like 81st and Sheridan area. But we mm-hmm. did the same thing about two mm-hmm. miles. We'd get to like Woodland Hills Mall and back, yep. and we go right through that neighborhood you were in. Um, that little park behind the Target yep. over there, uh-huh. and get over there, get to Woodland Hills Mall. Spend all day dropping quarters in the arcade machines and running around the mall Getting causing an trouble. Julius, of course. Mm, yep, yep. That's one I'm surprised they still have. Orange Julius? Is it still mm-hmm. there? Why? I think so. It's just, I mean, that's a wow. long time for a. That is a long that's time. a long time. Like, that's how good they are. Yeah, right? Yeah, I like, think where so. else would they go? <laughs> right. Out of business? I guess. <laughs> no. I mean, I, I think that a couple of years ago they were still there. It's been Pre-COVID. four or five, but. Yeah, it's been a minute since I've been know. down there. You know, post-COVID, I don't know. Yeah, because yeah. the mall is different now. That's no true. Doubt. No doubt. We randomly went into Promenade Mall about a month ago or so. Mm-hmm. That's the one over. Isn't that, I think oh, it's they, called Promenade, the one at yeah, 41st and Yale. Is yeah. that's, there's not much oh, in my, there, is Not there? at all. Like, we, like half empty. I think empty. we went to like Bed Bath & Beyond or something. like one Something, one of those little places. And I mean, that's all. There was literally like five stores. I was like, how in the... I remember they used to have a sunglass hut there that it'd close at like 4 o'clock because it'd get robbed too much. Or too many people come in there in (laughs) the evenings and start trying to shoplift all the sunglasses. Oh, wow. Um, Great place. (laughs) Yeah, great place. No, no, I did hear... This was on the news. Aren't the Tulsa Oilers... Yes. They're going to buy... Well, I guess they bought Macy's. Yeah, yeah. And so they're going to convert it into a practice area. And so there's going to be ice rinks in there. And then I think they're going to like... Woodland or Promenade? Promenade. Promenade. The Macy's at Promenade. Yeah. The Oilers bought it. And Country Cannabis. Country Cannabis. How the Oilers got that kind of... Do people go to Oilers games? Well, I've been hearing a lot about them because Country Cannabis is um, one of their sponsors right now, and so they're promoting a bunch of games, and they they get their logo on the ice and different things, but I bet they'll even do some events at the new place. But, yeah, there's definitely people that go to games. I don't know if they're as popular as they were 
We used to go tickets. all the time. In the late the reason 90s. Why, okay. I, like, I like going to the game. Yeah. I put it together. Country Cannabis and the Oilers. You know who's the salesman for Country Cannabis? Jason. There's a couple. Mine's Jason. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> who's your salesman, Marshall? <laughs> well, not my salesman, but God, I just drew a blank now that I started. And st- the guy that used to get into all the fights. He's a legend, local Tulsa legend. Dougie. Canada. Dougie. Dougie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dougie, okay. Dougie works for Country Cannabis. I can't think Cannabis. of his last name, but... That's that's when we start talking about the Oilers. That's who I started thinking about. Maybe that's yeah. yeah how that's they... the connection. Yeah. Oh, wow. I don't know Dougie. Oh, you got to be. Oh, dude, like Dougie's in classic. in the was it the nineties or something? Man, he was. <laughs> you, you, yeah. Oh man, we used to go down there and watch, and he was he was he was always tearing it up on the ice, man. <laughs> yeah. And he was the I, fighter too. Was the I cannot NCAA. think of his last name to save my life, I but can't I can't either. But you know he. He's a good, he's a good dude. He, he's a lot of times he goes over to Crop Happy's. That's where I ran into him. Um, uh, a, a mutual friend named Riley introduced us, and yeah, every once in a while when I'm at Crop Happy's, he's there. I mean, he he's a dude that yeah he put in some time, but he's a, he's yeah. one of those kind of local Tulsa legends that people see and like to take photos with him. If like Mad if you, Dog, if you, yeah, like Mad Dog. Oh gosh, Mad Dog's hilarious. I barked at him the other day. <laughs> Mad Dog, we're <woo. laughs> Did he bark back at you? Though? No, but he came and we had to buy a rose, of course. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Didn't get out of that. He's such a great salesman. Oh shoot! And he didn't he. He was in the news not long ago. Yeah, he got yeah. jumped on there. Oh, Mad Dog. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You said Mad and Dog, the, and I uh, couldn't picture him, but I knew I knew that name, and I knew that. Okay. One of the guys that jumped him actually died a Overdose, couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, it's a sad Karma. Tulsa story. All the way around. Well, Mad Dog's out and about again. I think he's, he's pretty right, recovered, but... Yeah. Yeah, he's he's definitely a legend. He's a local Tulsa legend. Yeah. That's who I thought you were going to say whenever you were saying he went around kicking ass. <laughs> <laughs> I you no, say that's Mad Dougie. Dog. I mean, you can you go shake his hand now. Like, when you mean you shake his Lawrence. hand, he's got such a huge hand. Is it Dougie Lawrence? Yeah, I think that's, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'll See, he's a good I dude. still have some cells up here. <laughs> that makes one of us. Yeah, he's a good dude. All right, so we're going we're gonna to do a little Blue Dream? Sure. Uh, yeah. Let's talk a little bit about it first. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 I just pulled up the testing. Serpine talk. talk with Katie. <laughs> oh, that's been a while. Right. <laughs> yeah. Pretty nice. Um, well, this batch of Blue Dream is coming in at two point six seven on Terps. Yowza. Yeah. Really nice. And the top three terpenes are going to be beta myrcene, which is going to be just really nice calming effect. And then you're going to get some alpha pinene in there, which is going to be the uppity feeling, get you going. And then finishing off with some beta carophylline, which is nice and cleansing, which is a good sativa terpene. So, wow. yeah, really nice Excited. smoke with cleansing effects. What are the uh, total cannabinoids on this? Total cannabinoids are going to be 23.28. We came yeah. out a little bit lower than normal on this one. We're usually we came out about two percent lower than they normally hit. So usually it's just a little bit higher than that. But I was happy with the terps and everything and everything. Yeah. I don't. I don't try not to play too much into the numbers. I don't either. I think it's a good solid test. I don't think sativa should typically should be testing two, super high. Roof, yeah, and then. Yeah, I mean, the terpenes are there. Some patients will come in looking for lower terpenes or higher terpenes um, just based on their own personal preference. And then you always have people chasing THC. but They not, ask for lower terpenes? Not everyone. Yeah, some people do. So Some people specifically do. On that note, the thing that I've noticed, me personally, I have probably some sinus allergies to certain terpenes especially a lot of the citrusy terpenes and and oddly enough we grow a ton of citrusy strains Mm -hmm. um but a lot of our more terpy strains sometimes i'll 
if I go out and you know smoke a joint or something, I I'll almost have to go blow my nose afterwards. Mm-hmm. So I'll have a runny nose and some sinus issues. Mm-hmm. But just certain strains. Just certain strains. I'll, I'll, I'll start Which, sneezing. I'll start sneezing. You well. think yeah. it's bad? Because I almost think it's good. It's my body. I life, think it's kinda. a little bit of cleansing yeah. too. But at the same time, I don't always want to be right. you know runny nosed and all that and have to go blow my nose after I smoke. And I have noticed with some of like we've got one in particular that. As amazing as it looks, it always tests pretty darn low, and it's always right around 1% percent terp. But mm-hmm. it's the one I can smoke and never have a runny nose afterwards and still a nice clean buzz. Uh, the Platinum Jelly, actually. Platinum Jelly? Mm-hmm. That is a very good... And it, mo- it moves slow because the terps are always low on it. But it, it smells good. It smells good. It's probably the frostiest plant I think we've ever grown. I mean, I don't know, just the structure of the trichomes on it really stand out and... What is that cross? Um, jelly breath times the platinum. Just the platinum by itself, or like I a platinum so, yeah. punch? It's, or? it's the platinum from in-house, the one that they oh, okay. pretty much hit to everything. Right. It's kind of that. What is, is that it? It's, uh, the they, cross, they cross that with a lot. Yeah, it's like the UW hash plant crossed with permafrost or something like that. Mm, I think you're right. And I don't think they don't release it. They It's just their in-house... Uh, like you said, Genetic. something that they cross with almost everything, but they don't release it on its own, or at least that I've seen. Hmm. Um, but they just, yeah, it's something they like to hit to everything to give it an extra flash of frost, I guess. And platinum, the name platinum, people like it. Like people come to the dispensaries. Yeah. I they like, like platinum stuff. I feel like it was a lot more prevalent on the market a year and a half to two years ago. I feel like you don't see as many platinums anymore. I think some, I mean, I think the low terps is possibly one of the things it. that, yeah, some of the things, one well, of the things that hits it hard. Speci- people, not just one or two patients, but people do come in and look for stuff like that. I, I even had a girl looking for carts with lower terpenes than what I had on the shelf. And the I mean, it's just a thing. Platinum isn't like 1% terp, isn't it? I don't, like I said, I haven't never seen a pure platinum, but I've. I mean, you yeah yeah jelly. platinum jelly it is it's, it's consistent at first time i got the results back i was like yeah it's that's got to be off but no it's you know several Still batches consistently test right around mm-hmm. that you know just shy or right around one percent terps um so it's 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 consistently there so that must be the case yeah but All right. uh, we've had a platinum kush breath too and, and i have certain phenos of it that test good with terps and couple of them that tested lower on the terps so i like the pkb a lot got a big batch of it coming up in a few weeks all right <laughs> that means i'll have a big batch of it here in a few weeks <laughs> well you ready to try some blue Let's dream do it. marshall can you handle it <laughs> oh you bet you bet all right we'll be back it's the kush life for us Hey guys, while everyone's out smoking, let me tell you about Cush Lounge. We just opened up the dog park. You can bring your dog and chill after you get your medicine. You can come out back, play some games. We've got cornhole. We've got ping pong. There's going to be sound baths on our calendar coming up. We're going to have yoga all kinds of fun stuff. Check out our Instagram page at Kush Lounge Tulsa. See you soon. Kush Trim and flower and everything like that. It could fuel via help of processing a huge portion, you know, huge portion of it just being done in-house. I mean, still, you got to get other brands and other variety in there but i know someone yeah yeah (laughs) that's it i mean that's key like we were talking about community you know Mm -hmm. all right are we uplifted we're uplifted we're uplifted watching each other's backs here i am uplifted yeah nice smoke well thank you oh yeah yeah. i don't even feel it you don't even feel it huh (laughs) that's a lie i'm hungry as shit Hungry? Yes. You're always hungry. Well, stop feeding me weed, Katie. I'm not hungry. All right, so 
You you guys like Mother Road, right? Yeah. Mother Road Market. Well, mm-hmm. ash. No, me it a little bit more me, than her, probably. Yeah, it True. is overwhelming, and it, you know, I I think they have to, I think they have to pay a lot, and so that's why I think some of those prices are up there, and food who's, prices up who's overall. They? But yeah, everything. Who's up. they? Anybody there? It just seems like it's a bit. Like the restaurants? Yeah. Okay. The beer's very expensive. Everything's expensive there, but it's good. You know, good stuff. But you're talking about... Chicken sandwich? Hi, and the munchies. Yeah, it's like going through Mother Road Market on the munchies. Have you had... Is it chicken and wolf? Yeah, chicken and the wolf. No, I haven't. I've seen it. Don't get the hot one. It's been a long time. I would just get a mild because it's already hot. Yeah. Yeah, if I remember right, it's been a while. But you like spicy, though. Spicy. I like spicy. Get the hottest one. Yeah. <laughs> Film, <laughs> yourself. Film yourself. Film <laughs> yourself. It yeah. depends you on You like, like that much spice? He doesn't know how much spice it is. Yeah, I don't know. He's never no, I mean just but like depends, overly right? spicy. It, it depends on the spice. Right? This if spice is true. called burn the like, shit out of your tongue spice. Like, um... Well, you know, like jalapeno spice. No, that that gets me more than like curry. I love curry. I'll give me as much curry as I can. What do. color? I don't eat spicy. Any of it. Really? Spicy Green, curry. Yellow. <clears throat> yeah. Red. I so mean, you're I, just saying spices? Yes. Yeah. No, Not I'm saying hot. it depends on which spice is making it hot. Well, jalapeno, yeah. I don't think is a spice. Well, sure. curry That's doesn't seem that hot to me. It's a pepper. Yeah, but it's a spice, isn't it? Like it's a yeah, spicy it's definitely pepper. Definitely the source of that zest there, yeah, that heat. I so. guess that you're a spicy right. I get pepper. the reference. I, I get where yeah, you're going yeah, with it. Yeah. Whether we're talking two different or... spices here. Yeah, but I'm like confused. there's uh, Nashville hot chicken. Mm-hmm. Have you had that? That's a that's a certain type of spice that's got and some you like heat that? to it. I do. I think that's a cayenne type. Yeah, I think it's, it's more chili cayenne. pepper. Yeah, is that? Yeah, I do like that. KFC that you're speaking of? Just other places. Well, but it's places. a flavor. Like, if you go to Nashville, like, that's one oh, of the things that they're yeah. known Popeyes, for. Popeye's, like, Nashville hot. Yeah, exactly. That it's is a certain cayenne. type of spice, and I think, yeah, I think it's cayenne. And I can do cayenne a bit more than I can do jalapeno for some reason. Kind of like, isn't um, Memphis-style barbecue is more mustardy? Uh, is that true? Kansas or more City. sweet? Yeah. But Which like was more that, vinegar? Nashville. No, that's Kansas it, City. The vinegar, right? I think yeah. vinegar's Kansas City. And then it's City. Texas that's the mustard because that's all they do, right? Is they put mustard. I don't I like, I like the mustard one. I ones. don't know. <laughs> I thought it was ketchup. That's more like ketchup-y. Dave's just high and listening. He <laughs> hates barbecue. I'm trying to join the conversation. <laughs> he hates barbecue. I love Especially barbecue. Especially the sauce. <laughs> it's really spicy for him. Barbecue's good. Yes, Where's is. your favorite spot? Favorite barbecue spot? I don't know. I figure that you're gonna be like my backyard. I no, I and I don't. I don't ever barbecue at home. Um, do you have a swimming pool? I do. All right, I'll bring the meat. <laughs> Sounds like I need to get a new even grill. Trade. Chris Actually. has been looking for a new friend with the pool. <laughs> So we don't even and think I that enjoy barbecuing. <laughs> That's a win-win for everybody, <laughs> right? All right. Yeah, pools are fun for sure. Fun to take care of too, but no, they're fun. They're definitely worth it. Yeah, that's one of my prerequisites of buying a house was a swimming pool and a three-car garage, and I got neither. <laughs> <laughs> we have a garage now, but our yard does not accommodate for a pool. Yes, it will. No, it will not. All right. Do, do you get invaded by frogs? My sister we have. My brother-in-law, they get those moments, yeah. So just, not every year, but... It's insane. Oh, swimming pool. Yeah. Yeah, um, this is like our third or fourth summer there, and uh, one summer, yeah, they were just everywhere, and they were these little tree frogs that chirped and, and were... And they would you, die in the pool. And... Yeah, not a, so not quiet. excessively, but they would. Um, they got quiet outside. Um, when they died. Yeah, no, it did get quiet outside. And I can't remember now what the conditions were out there, if it was extra hot, extra wet that year or what. But they're not there every year for sure. When we had a pool in Owasso, we were, we were living on the golf course. And the the 
what do you call it? The um, the rough area was a nature preserve, so they like didn't treat it for anything, and so um, we got all kinds of weird animals coming into our yard. Wildlife. But like in the pool specifically, we'd have like snakes, frogs, all kinds of things. Uh, rats. Yeah, see, well, just... the yeah, the rats, and they were like field mice. And then they were like hybrid field mice, and it was weird. They flew into the pool. <laughs> hybrid. <laughs> like that. Have you seen w- videos of working terriers? No. The dog? <laughs> yeah. I have. I've seen them. Yeah. Like. Getting in mice and rodents? Yeah. Like in. Yeah, I think they're probably mainly in Europe and Britain and stuff, mm-hmm. but they'll, they'll go out there and pull a chicken house you know scoot it down a hundred yards or a hundred meters or something and as they drag this thing through all these rats and mice all these big rats come on everybody's got their little terriers running out there and, to get them i haven't seen that video it's a horrible thing to talk about on the podcast i apologize <laughs> i don't know i think we've heard worse <laughs> um one time i was well, because of the nature preserve on the golf course, there really would be like all these weird animals. And one time I was driving home and a huge mole like ran across the street. And because they can't see it, just ran straight into the curb. <laughs> but, um, yeah, just like all kinds of crazy animals out there. And a also, mole did that? Yeah, it was huge. Did you help it? No, I was in Hell my no. car yeah. and then it scurried away. Yeah, those are weird looking creatures. It wasn't running that yeah, fast. Yeah, moles are weird. No, he scurried. Yeah, if he scurried away, he was not running fast. Yeah. There you was know. like huge um, snapping turtles out there. Oh. Get ya. Yeah. Yeah? I was thinking, <laughs> you started talking about all the other animals, Losing and I fingers. realized why the frogs don't come back to the pool every year. Because they're dead. We had chickens. Mm. We had chickens for a couple years, and I bet you they ate them all. Probably. Yep. The chickens ate the frogs? Yeah. Chickens now that I, now that I go back and remember that, like we that. had frogs oh, like yeah? the first year, and then pretty quickly after that, my wife weed field. got these chickens. To get know, eggs? So you, yeah, and we had a ton of eggs for a while, and it was great, but then eventually chickens... ton of eggs, no frogs. And, you know, yeah, a ton of eggs, no frogs, exactly. <laughs> but then they kick all the mulch into the pool and... and and cause all kinds of other problems. F those chickens. Yeah. And then you got to wake up, you know, at the crack of dawn every day to let them out and do their thing and feed them and all that stuff. And that becomes more of a chore than it does so, a hobby. Did you fry them or grill them? Which one? Give them away. Oh. Give them away to some lady on a big farm with more chickens and better conditions for them. Makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah. They they're, weren't free range. They're happily living on a farm, Marshall. <laughs> Jeez. You wanted them cooked up for dinner. Fried chicken. You notice, man, I notice after we get back, conversation is drastically curving <laughs> <laughs> all over the place. Ups and downs over here. This is creative. Uh, <laughs> Katie talking about our nature Bye. preserve. Dave's talking about dead frogs. <laughs> Marshall is... Just laughing. Yeah, I transitioned to chickens on a happy farm. Yep, that's good. Better than an unhappy farm in my book. Have you seen that documentary about chickens. chicken people? Speaking of chickens. I, I haven't, but I see like on Facebook and stuff, people that are into chickens are really just, into yeah. their chickens. I'm picturing it in my head now. People. It's called Chicken People, I'm pretty sure. But um, it's about people that have show chickens. <laughs> and a lot... <laughs> they, like, wow. take them. Show chickens? Yeah, like, you know how they have... Dog show well, at the fair, you know how they have, like, fancy rabbits and fancy chickens and fancy goats. I don't know. Okay. The, it's. I guess you graduate out of FFA and then you move into the next... Tier, which would be chicken people. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but there's a whole documentary on it. It's very educational. What is the tier? What's it start with? Chicken people. I wife about that. She might be aware of that uh, one. I mean, the first one in the tier, you said I said FFA was the first tier chicken because people. that's what you do in school. Okay. What animals are in the FFA barn? Well, aren't they all the animals that they show at the zoo? Or at oh, the I fair, I mean? Which would be horse, cows, 
pigs, yes. pigs, goats, anything you chickens, can eat or ride, rabbits. I don't know what else. You're pretty smart, Katie. That is pretty well, smart. I don't know about Good that. Good job, honey. I don't know. Chicken People, Obi-Wan Kenobi, which series? I don't know, man. I don't think I'm... Obi-Wan Kenobi, I am kind of embarrassingly interested in that. Did those little spinoffs? That's done, like I've, tomorrow. I've enjoyed, yeah. yeah. Tomorrow. What are you guys talking about? Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about today. Disney's doing an Obi-Wan Kenobi miniseries. And it's airs a couple hours of it tomorrow Jeez, I probably, on Disney Plus. Cartoon, I probably wouldn't tell you on that either. No. What is it? Contact me for payment <laughs> on the promo. <laughs> yeah. I, w- I wouldn't tell anyone else that you guys are watching this Disney Plus. Is it a series or a <laughs> movie? I got kids, man. What They're is it? Young kids. I no, Disney it. Plus has pretty much a lot of different They got Baby Yoda there. and the Mandalorian. Any Star Wars you have to watch through there. You know, I mean, it's... Well, I it. think they own all the Star Wars, yeah. so you, anything you watch Star Wars, <laughs> yeah. you literally do have to yeah, watch so. on there. Technically and legally. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, but Mandalorian, those different shows were great. And then, yeah, Obi-Wan yeah. Kenobi. Yeah, yeah, I'm the Baby Yodas. Yeah, you, you know, those no, phenomenon. I don't. You guys are teaching me stuff right now. <laughs> you never seen those baby, little plush Baby Yoda dolls? In people's well, I know cars? who Yoda is, yeah. but you, Have you seen Baby Yoda dolls? Yes, he has. What the hair? No, just no. the baby. We have He's a baby bald. Yoda pipe when in he was the a baby. shop. No, I, I, yeah, apparently I yes, I yes I have. So it's technically yeah. not Yoda. It's a different. It's right. a baby. It's, it's baby not that's baby Yoda. Similar yeah. to the old school. Yoda. The same species of yeah, Yoda. Same species. Yeah. Yeah. And what is that? This, What's part his species? Of the show was getting this. I have no idea what the baby Yoda what it's to called. Because you have Wookies, you have. But I know they live a long time. Because he's like a baby and he's already pretty old. Yeah, I have no idea. I don't remember the name he's of the old species. Baby. Yeah. I don't know if they've ever. I think that's why everybody just called baby Yoda. Yeah. Until like, <laughs> I think like if I don't know however many seasons, but. After a couple seasons, they gave him a name. Yeah, Baby Yoda. No, different name. Yeah. Grogu. Yeah, I don't think. Like wow. I said, I got kids. Nicely done. How old are your kids, though? Because you have grandbabies. They're thirty-seven. No, and I 38. don't. I don't have grandbabies. Oh, I thought the babies up the grow were your grandbabies. No, God, no. Oh, no. Uh-uh. No. How old are your kids? My kids are 7, 11, and 14. Oh, okay. All boys. So we got the you're teenage. You're headed into summer camp so you're, season you're waiting. Two. You have another one? Have a girl? Uh, no, no. Uh, <laughs> right, no, that, uh, no, we're done with that. Did you get Not fixed or did she get again. fixed? Either one of you? Yeah, we're fixed. It's a done deal. No more buns in the oven. And All right. Yeah. Congratulations. Yep. It's all fun and games from there. <laughs> well, that's what I thought. I got fixed and then unfixed. Yeah. Yep. It was great. <laughs> all right, Dave. Where do people find you on social? Uh, at Kind Supply OK on uh, Instagram. Fixed.com. <laughs> If you're looking for a doctor, there you go. It's in uh, Mexico. Kindsupply.com really or kindsupplyok.com, but the website's old and up badly in need of being updated. So don't even go look at that right now. <laughs> <laughs> Give me time on that one. Kindsupply.com or kindsupplyok.com. Yeah, dot com. Check me out in two years. <laughs> there you go. Just give me a few months. Something like that. <laughs> Katie, where does people find Kush? You can find us on Instagram at Kush Dispo Tulsa underscore and Kush Dispo Tulsa. You can check out our website, kushdispensary.life. And Next you can year. find us right here at Kush Dispensary, which is 1711 East Skelly Drive from 10 to 10, seven days a week. Well, I had something really important to say. What's that? I lost it, though. Um... Obi-Wan Kenobi. Baby Yoda. Kush Camp's coming up. 
How about that was Kush it. Camp? That was Kush it. Camp, that's important. Kush Camp is coming. Um, it's happening all summer long. Okay. It's the second and fourth Wednesdays of the month from 7 to 9 at Kush Lounge. The first one is going to be with Lush Kaya. Does that We're mean doing every other week, second it, and fourth Wednesday? Yeah, well, it's actually, yeah, yeah. one month has five weeks, How so about it's June not 8th? technically. But June 8th. Yeah, well, June the 8th. What is Kush Camp? I'll, I'll tell you. The okay. first one is with Lush Kaya. She is teaching a class on how to make cannabis um, flower crowns. And that one actually does cost $20. You have to buy a ticket through Kush. The other classes are all going to be free. Comes the with second, all the supplies, though. Yeah, and you get to take home a really That's cool... That's why there's a cost to it. Yeah. Because there's supplies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Good, good and then supplies. the second one is going to be with Yum Cookies. And she's teaching an edibles class, how to make... Um, your edibles at home and then break yeah. down the milligrams, which is what we all want and need is someone to teach us how to do the math. And then the third class is going to be with Jubal. They're going to be talking about growing clones at home, teaching people how to grow uh, plants at home. And the fourth class is going to be with Five Leaf Labs, and he's going to talk about his topicals and relief cream and uh, his full spectrum oil that he uses in those. Gosh, you have a lot of cool people coming on, Katie. Yeah, it's going to be really Sounds fun. Good. Yeah. Good really education cool. for free. Come and hang out and enjoy. For more information, where's the easiest place? I would say nine one eight seven four two Kush. Yep, be call the shop, or you can check out the Instagram page. There's There'll be all the flyers on there with the dates and times and all that. Mm, cool. And then I have flyers in the shop, too, if you want to come by and take one home with you. Or two. Yeah, pass them out pass to your friends. Pass them out to your friends, exactly. Mm. Cool, yeah, that sounds like a great event. Yeah. Marshall? Second and fourth. Yes. Marshall. June, July, and August. Ooh. Where do we find you on Instagram? Oh, Kush Life Podcast. Yeah. Come check us out. Hey, man. Thanks so much. It was really appreciated. Thank you guys for having me. A really, uh, really fun being here. Had a good time. Oh. Yes. It's fun. Appreciate all you do for us patients. Thanks, man. Well, thank you. Can we go check out Marshall's Instagram? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Kush Life for us. Kush Life. Kush Life.